Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. <laughs> Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Throwaway Coat 1245 and says, My 35 female husband's 40 male family won't leave us alone. I'm at my wit's end and really don't know what to do. We are married 11 years with an eight-year-old daughter. My husband and I work full-time jobs. His parents and siblings are overbearing, always have been. They would visit us randomly during weekday evenings and stay entire afternoons over the weekend. I would need to cook for them, lay the table, clean up, etc. At a point five years ago, I had enough. I found a new job and moved across the country with our child, 1,000 miles. My husband followed after a few months when he managed to secure a job. I've been even more of a witch in their eyes ever since because I now took their son slash brother away and robbed them of precious time with our daughter. I didn't have an issue with them visiting a few times a year and we did the same. Three months ago, his sister and her husband moved house such that they are one mile away from us. They just dropped in on us, taking me by surprise. Free world, I didn't react. But now we bump into them at the local store all the time. They always want to come over, borrow stuff, etc. Still, I say nothing. One month ago, his retired parents dropped that they are also moving to our city. They too are like a stone throw away. We are back to square one. The time spending in my home, unannounced visits, requests for favors, et al. My husband and I are arguing so much that we are contemplating divorce. Am I being a total bitch by wanting to move away again, even further this time? They have destroyed my peace and happiness. So there was commenters questioning about the move. So Big E Smallpox says, and quotes, I found a new job and moved across the country with our child, 1,000 miles. My husband followed after a few months when he managed to secure a job. I've been even more of a witch in their eyes ever since because I now took their son slash brother away and robbed them of precious time with our daughter. The commenter then goes on to say, this right here is why I think you're a total B. Could you at least say that you told your husband you were going to move? Did you give him an ultimatum? Did you even try to communicate that his family is smothering you to them or to your husband? Like, honestly, I hope it is in that case because that sounds really fucked. OP replies saying, okay, my bad. I didn't explain properly. Yes, I addressed it with my husband countless times, but things would change for a while and then go back. He doesn't see their behavior as a problem. As for moving away, I suddenly asked him to do it with me. He's a lawyer and threatened me with all kinds of things. But when I had enough, I told him that I am leaving and that he can join us if he ever wanted to. JDC1147 says, Tell your husband and in-laws you enjoy your personal time and they are invading. If everyone lives five or so miles away, then why is your home always the meeting spot? Your husband can visit them. That way you can stay home and enjoy your peace. It's not easy to tell people who forcibly spend a lot of time with you. Hey, I need you to leave. But that's the only reasonable solution here. The moving doesn't work and it is costly. Opie responds, I knew you're correct. 
They impose on the basis that my husband is their only son and, and the eldest, whatever the flip that is supposed to imply. Another commenter replies that and says, does the eldest son take care of aging parents in his culture? I wonder if that's where the entitlement is either coming from or leading to. I'm concerned that when you said that you work hard and they feel entitled to your lifestyle, do you know if your husband has plans to support them now or in the future? Just be careful about your resources, retirement funds, saving, etc. Opie responds saying, I'm Italian, they are Dutch. It can't be a culture thing, surely, but it's almost like this is something they all just expect. I do need to move funds away. Sad thought, but it is relevant. SF Laudian replies to that and says, before you blow up your own bridge with divorce, be okay being the bad guy and put a gate on that bridge. Tell him he can visit them, but you need your home to be free of interference and yes, interfering people. And to be sure the message gets through, let them know the same, that you would rather not move far away again, so if they'd please keep their distance. What's the worst that can happen? That they think you are rude. Fine, own it, but live your life. Opie says, I will do this, thank you. Another comment in this string says, I'm Dutch and this is not common behavior where I live. I'd be so mad if my in-laws did this. You're going to need to put your foot down and tell them very bluntly that they are overstaying their welcome. Your husband needs to have your back in this. If he doesn't, he's not putting your well-being first. Then OP kindly comes in and gives us their updates and says, So, I kept to the plan of speaking to him on Friday night. We had a lovely dinner, got home to watch a movie and cuddled up, and I started the conversation. He was not at all surprised. I spoke gently and lovingly explaining that I simply need space and made suggestions like calls before a visit, meeting at a restaurant, taking turns with lunches slash dinner, him visiting without me, etc. He listened until I was done and then with a straight face told me that he hates me and has felt this way for many years. He feels isolated and suffocated in our marriage. His work is his happy place and he is happiest when he is with his family. He said that his feelings for me changed when I was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder three years ago. He felt that I would in any event soon either die or be unable to care for our daughter or continue working. He admitted that the relocations were planned on this basis and that his family would step up to care for our daughter. He needed them close by and so does my daughter. He would speak to them about less visits and planned visits. He also thinks that we should just stay married for the sake of our daughter and see how life plays out. He was happy to simply co-parent while living as friends in our home. He doesn't think that divorce is a viable option because it would mean dying alone and us missing out on our joint material lifestyle i.e. our home, cars, etc. So here I am, broken, betrayed, let down, and abandoned. Not really sure what best describes my pathetic life. Not sure what I will do now. My daughter loves her father dearly. Perhaps I should insist on a divorce and leave everything behind. They win. Have no fight in me and didn't know our lives was a game for God knows how long. I need a physiologist and I think he does too, but totally separately, not couples therapy. Edit. Thanks to everyone that responded here and messaged me. I've read through every single comment and I'm grateful that I put my story out. My original post was aimed at normal family issues. I didn't mention that I'm fighting leukemia because I didn't want that to be the focus. I will definitely shop around for a strong lawyer that hopefully has no allegiance to him. He is a heartless lawyer. My daughter is my reason to live. I will need to give serious thought to what he can and shouldn't know, in my view. Yes, he generates a high income, but so do I. What makes me attractive is that I have a significant inheritance from my parents. He thinks he deserves 50%. Thanks again to everyone who responded. I am humbled. So in the edit, we found out OP's 
has leukemia. And then we go back to the paragraph where he says, he said that his feelings for me changed when I was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder three years ago. His feelings changed for you when you got leukemia. He felt that you would die. And then later on goes on to talk about that he thinks he deserves 50% of your significant inheritance from my parents. And he thinks you should just stay together to keep the lifestyle that you got going. Hell no. Just like rubbing my forehead right now, just thinking, oh my word. Absolute scumbag. Get out of there. Imagine being in that situation. You you thought you had a lovely dinner, you're home, you're cuddling and you're having a conversation, watching a movie and whatever. And suddenly just turns around and goes, I hate you. And I've felt that way for many years. My word, my word. And quick warning the next part, we're just going to read out a couple of comments from OP, which is going to give extra context about what was said in that conversation. But there is mentions of a car accident within there as well. So feel free to skip this part if you want to. Um, but this is from Worldy Pixie, who says he achieved what I thought was impossible. My jaw dropped. Carry on with your plans for separation. I'm offering you the biggest internet hug. I'm so genuinely upset for you. Your husband is the shittiest of humans, and I hope karma bites him solidly in the ass. OP responds that saying, I left this out, but he actually said to me that my leukemia and my parents' car crash is my karma playing out. OP then shares a comment about him attending appointments with her treatment, etc. OP said, he attended most serious doctor conversations. I thought he cared. In hindsight, he was making sure that he knows exactly what the prognosis is at all times. I can't even think this evil. One more little string of comments. So Logical Wasabi says, excuse me, no, he does not get to say I hate you, then ask you to stay married for the kids. Dame Lizard replies that and says, live together as friends with someone who hates you because you are ill and the OP is wondering if she should stay. I think the fuck not. OP must have resources. The asshole husband wants to keep his grubby mitts on. OP responds and saying, yes, I'm a medical doctor and inherited everything that my parents owned. I'm a gold pot to him, nothing else bloody hell now what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story which comes from operation wingspan from the true off my chest subreddit who says i've been proposing to my girlfriend for six months i 25 male will be in a relationship with my girlfriend 24 female for 10 years this month she has been the greatest treasure in my life and i cannot imagine my life without her she was my first true love and while I didn't know it at the time, it was at first sight for me when I was only 12 years old. I've also known I've wanted to marry her for years, but our situation was never right for it. We were both living with our parents, saving up for if and when we'd get a place of our own. We've now been living together happily for well over a year and I know I want to ask her to marry me at our upcoming weekend getaway to commemorate our 10 years anniversary. Truth be told, I've known this for almost eight months, before any getaway was even planned. When I started working on my proposal in August, I wanted to make sure it was special without becoming something she could predict reliably. I'm pretty experienced at setting coded messages and she greatly enjoys receiving tokens of affection, however small. So eventually, I settled on a six-month proposal plan that I dubbed Operation Wingspan, hence the username. Every single day, I'd send her a sweet handwritten note to wake up to, all marked with a date in varying date notations, 17th of the 12th, 20-2, 3rd of the 10th, etc., all with a different text. Each note would have a letter indicated by said date notation. I would clue this solving method on the last date noted she received 
and when combined slash solved correctly, these notes would spell out the text, translated. My dear girlfriend, today on the 10th of March 2023, on our trip through getaway location, I want to ask you to marry me after 10 years. I love you and want you by my side for the rest of my life. Girlfriend, will you marry me? A date after the final dated note, I'd probably ask the question at the scenic view along a nature trail that we intended to walk. I've less than 10 notes left to give. I'm both ecstatic and extremely nervous to ask the question proper and to reveal what I've been doing for the past six months. I hope I surprise her with the act. I hope she likes the ring I brought her. I hope she enjoys the puzzle I've left her. But most importantly, I really hope she will say yes. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes. A commenter says, she's brilliant and while not necessarily a massive fan of puzzles like this, she does enjoy solving them if presented. The fact that she's not been looking for a solution right away is what I've been counting on a little. And quotes, I would also like to see clues on how this was done without her working it out before the date. Opie responds saying, thank you for the kind words. To answer your question, had it been in English, I would love to open up the private subreddit fully after the fact, but it isn't, so that'll make it tough to decipher knowing you're on the right track. It also adds some PI personal info that I prefer not to share though. I could likely mask that by omitting the dates and notes in question. I can translate the final note I'm giving that clues in that there's more to these though, and maybe provide a few examples. Here's the former. 179 notes and a date by date. They spell out my love for you. And then there's some pictures of the notes and a user called jen kindly translated the notes so and they was a bit worried that they might have missed some nuance but they don't think so so message one says thank you for being with me message two says every love story is lovely but ours is my favorite message three says may i give you a kiss message four says i imagine my future together with you every day Opie then adds their update nine days later and says a little over a week ago i posted here about I've been proposing to my girlfriend for the past six months. Today, I popped the question for real. We had a rocky start of the day, but we eventually started our trek through Scotland. We rented a car with the intent of visiting the beautiful nature of the Highlands. I was nervous the whole day and could barely sleep the night prior, and my experience driving on the left side and the roads being a bit tight here didn't help matters much either. After a few stops on the way up north, we eventually arrived at, oh, pronunciation here, Altnafei, where while she was taking pictures of the gorgeous landscape, including the vast plains, the imposing mountainside, and this tiny white house to offset against it. Look it up if you haven't heard of it. It's magnificent. At one point where she was with her back towards me to focus on the picture, and the nearby area was devoid of other people. 
I got down on one knee and was ready to pop the question, trying and failing to use that line that I conjured over nearly 180 notes. Upon turning back to me, she was in complete awe when she saw me and could barely utter a single word after I asked the question and just nodded instead and followed it up with a soft yes. She mentioned to me that after the shock died down that she didn't hear anything I said, only registering her name and the word Mary. Her face was frozen with a smile of utter disbelief when she put on the ring, which she absolutely loves. It took well over 20 minutes until she was able to speak cohesively again. We took some more pictures and videos before heading back to the car, where I could finally tell how she could have known for almost six months. As I was telling her about the work I'd done without giving away the solving method, you could see the wheels turn in her head. However, the emotion and disbelief of the proposal still dominating her thoughts, her processing speed was very slow. Still, once she knew it was a puzzle, she desperately wanted to solve it. After some more giddy talking and eventually driving to our next hotel, I provided her with a final clue again and some of the notes. I'd informed the hotel of my intents upon reservation and they'd been so nice to set a congratulatory gift in the form of chocolate-covered strawberries and more delicious fruit. Once she started solving, it took her a bit to understand, but eventually she figured out how to solve the puzzle that made her even happier. Right now, she's fast asleep cuddling up to me, exhausted from the tumultuous day while I am writing this update for you all and for myself to process it all as well. I feel like the luckiest man in the world. Edit in advance. For those wondering why it's 180 and not 183, half of 365. I asked her two days earlier so I wouldn't be on the edge the entire weekend and February is a thing. Stories like this always catch me off guard when we read them like I'm expecting, where's the twist here? Where's it all going to go wrong? Just waiting for some crazy ass mother-in-law to come running out from behind some hill as he's proposing. No, I object to this. But no, I'm glad it didn't go that way. And I'm so happy that a lovely proposal with those little clues in there that you had going on worked really well for you. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have one more little story, shall we? And this next story comes from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit from Ariel Tailed 54 who says, Am I the A-Hole for not defending my sister after my husband said, Good luck, you'll need it marrying her, to her fiancé. My husband used to get along with my family until my sister falsely accused him of cheating on me. He understandably doesn't like her anymore, but he's usually civil towards her. My sister recently announced her engagement and while everybody congratulated her, my husband turned to her fiancé and said, Good luck, you'll need it marrying her. I was shocked he would say something like that, especially in front of my parents, but I never said anything as I didn't want to fight with him in front of everybody. My sister kept giving me a look like she expected me to say something and when I didn't, she yelled at him herself. I made us leave because I could see us being there wasn't helping the situation. My sister has been texting me about what happened, mostly to take digs at my husband. She gets angry every time I ask her to stop and thinks I'm siding with him when he was in the wrong. Things have gotten worse after I told her I wouldn't be going wedding dress shopping with her as she's blaming my husband for that too. She sent him some messages directly and he fanned the flames by saying he wouldn't let me go and she would be lucky if we even attended the wedding. I've spoken to my husband and asked him to stop making things worse. He's agreed to stop responding to her but she wants me to make him apologize and agree to visit when she wants to go wedding dress shopping to prove I'm not siding with him, which I can't do. Am I... The a-hole. So Nidorino Bino asks for some information and says, Info, can you expend more on the past about her accusing him? 
Opie says, yeah, sure. So my sister was staying with us for a while and she thought it was weird that he wasn't home that often. He was always on his phone or on his laptop, so she was convinced he was cheating. I told her repeatedly that he wasn't and that he was working, but she wouldn't let it go. She tried to prove it by taking pictures of him with slash kissing his female friend's cheek, but I told her that didn't prove anything. She thought I was in denial, so she sent them to our family because she thought they would talk sense into me, but it's just caused unnecessary drama. On the back of that, TGAH says, Did she sincerely apologize to your husband? If not, then it's understandable that he's still upset. OP says, She never apologized to him directly. Another commenter says, Well, that's your first problem. Did you stand up for him against the family? Did you call your sister out on her BS? Did you kick her out of your house? OP says, Of course I stood up for him and called her out for lying. We didn't kick her out of the house immediately because we live in a different country to my family, so she knew no one here or the local language, but I told her she had to leave and take the earliest flight home. And let's have one more comment from Melsk who says, There are two situations here. One, the sister accused your husband of cheating on you in a malicious or very public way that created a lot of burned bridges. In which case, you should probably be defending your husband here, or at least keeping him away from events with somebody he justifiably hates. Two, the sister accused your husband of cheating privately out of genuine concern or due to a misunderstanding. In which case, him being frosty is reasonable, but he absolutely shouldn't be making a public scene about it if he's still agreeing to actually meet up with or hang out with your sister. Either way, multiple people are involved are behaving badly. Yourself in all situations, so this is a clear everyone sucks here. You also cannot play peacekeeper without telling your sister clearly, my husband will never want anything to do with you due to the cheating accusation. And that is not a problem you can solve. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com